Shut up and sit down. Welcome, world, to Dink and Dunk, where we methodically get you down the field with all things fantasy football. It's October, guys. We've made it. It is October 4th. I'm your host, Dink. Brandon. And I'm Dunk. <laughs> okay, we got. We have to change the way the doc's written. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get started at the 20 this week after the return with some news. We have breaking news. Let's go. Rookie's about to make things happen, guys. We got Trubisky in Chicago finally getting his chance to start. About dang time. About, what, three games too late? The oh, heck, yeah. guys. Trubisky, Trubisky looked decent in the preseason. Glennon did not. That carried over into regular season for him. See if Trubisky can pick up. Nah, I think it's a good move for Chicago. If you're in Dynasty and he's in waivers and you don't have like a young quarterback, you need to grab this guy. Cause for sure. He has he has the skill, you know. He has to go out there and feed it to those what little receiving options <laughs> he's going to have. That's yeah, you're going to have to be patient. Um but uh but yeah, there there is some talent there. Um and you know, maybe he can bolster him up a little bit and uh give you at least a couple weeks here where he surprises you. I don't know if we'll see like Deshaun Watson who's wowing the crap out of people right now. Oh, probably not. But uh, um, I think what you need to look for is you know, turn on some some bears, watch him, see if he's making good reads and stuff. Those receivers he has aren't great, so I'm not looking for him to blow up. He's probably going to have some drop passes and all that. What you got to look for is his reads and throw in motion, see if he has what it takes. Right. So, I like him, though. Okay. If I didn't have Deshaun Watson on my dynasty roster, I'd go after him. I got about thirty minutes to find out if I get Trubisky. <laughs> so, um, so Zeke had a day in court yesterday, but nobody's really talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so I've, no, I've heard nothing. That's yeah, they're keeping everything real tight. Um, the the most that I've been able to find is they expect a decision this week. So, if you're an owner of Zeke, you. You're you're really on the hot seat because they could, if they decide to uphold the suspension, supposedly say they announce it on Friday, that would then enforce it immediately, and Zeke would not be able to play this weekend. I have not seen anything saying that he will be playing this weekend. It, it's going to come down to this court ruling, but I have heard that if they side with Zeke, that chances are you'll have him for the entire season because it's going to take way too long in the next court process and it'll carry over into the following season. So this is, it, it sounds like we're really getting down to the end here, <laughs> at least for this season. Right. So um, yeah, everything I've read says immediate suspension. So hopefully the courts side with them. I mean, there's really no reason not to. So Come right, on, but Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that news that we should have an answer this week, you know, if you've got Zeke and you don't have a lot of other great running back options, start handcuffing. Yeah, I grabbed both <laughs> just yep. to see what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, if there's no suspension, I'm dropping both and seeing what else I can do. Of course. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Ty Montgomery, what's he doing this weekend? Hopefully relaxing. Getting some ice baths or something, or sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> Broken ribs. Uh, he says it's up to him if he plays or not. So it's up to his pain tolerance and stuff. I don't see it happening. Or even if he does, I don't see him being effective. I mean, we just saw... Uh, what's his name? Fat Rob with bruised ribs, right? Yeah. And uh, he's he's not doing so hot getting in there and stuff. He just got he just hurt his foot or something, right? So, right, yeah. I don't see Montgomery being able to go out there with broken ribs and all that. I don't think he's that type of player. Uh, right. He could prove me wrong, and if so, if you got the balls, start him. I don't have those <laughs> balls. No, and I mean you know, and I, I I couldn't really fault Montgomery for. Wanting to kind of take it easy. I mean, Not, broken yeah. ribs. It's one thing getting hit, but like when it's an issue with your ribs, it's it's even hard to like breathe. Right. 
So as much as they're like running and stuff, these deep breaths, uh, that's yeah, pain tolerance is something else. I would so. I would simply I I want him to sit out because I want him to be healthy for the rest of the season. So, right, him pushing it could lead to worse stuff happening. Just just sit down, you know. Don't let your pride get to you. Aaron Jones is that his name? Isn't gonna surpass you on no depth chart. Right. You're fine. <laughs> Calm down. For sure, for sure. Saying that, if he doesn't play and you're stuck with a spot start, go grab Jones. He might be able to put something together for one game. Right, yeah, especially you know considering we've got bye weeks starting. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Minus the game being canceled in week one. So bye weeks actually starting this week. We've got four teams off. You know, Maybe your team's a little hurt and you were relying on Ty Montgomery. Yeah, Aaron Jones could be that guy. To- I mean, he plays the Cowboys, which isn't scary, so... Right, right. They could be up in that game. They might get a lot of chances. For sure. Danny Trevathan, if you haven't seen the hit from last week's game, go YouTube it. He uh, destroyed Devontae Adams. Vicious. And uh, he Ooh. was given a two-game. Oh, sorry. He was given two-game? Two-game suspension. Okay. It, ha- it has been reduced to one game. Uh, Adams said, uh, apparently... Might be able to play this weekend. Yeah, I, I saw that yesterday. Which, if he does so. that, that's impressive after that hit. <laughs> so, For sure, for sure. Um, Derek Brooks was the one that handled uh, Danny Trevathan's um, appeal. And if you don't know who Derek Brooks is, you're a little young. He was a linebacker back in the day uh, for Tampa. Um, you know, because Trevathan hasn't had anything dirty in his past, that's why he took a game off the suspension. And if you look at it, um, I didn't see it. As like him being dirty, the hit is what it is. Like he came in hot and and heavy, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is with these helmet to helmet hits and stuff, the receivers and stuff are allowed to go or start going low and go down or put their head down, which makes it impossible for you to hit them where you need to. Yeah, which ends up making you hit their head or whatever and causing these injuries, right. and then you get the blame for it. Like if you don't want me hitting their head, tell them to stop getting small. Mm-hmm. You know, because I need to hit them somewhere. I can't hit them in their legs because that's what they don't want. They're going to bitch at me about it. You can't hit them in the head because you guys are going to throw a flag on me. I had to hit them in the chest. They put their head in the way. It's their fault. Exactly. I don't, I, I hate that. Like there's no protection yeah. for the defense. Yeah, very much so. And that's, um, you know, that's why I was glad to see it reduced to a game. Um, Danny Trevathan's, you know, he's a solid player and he's always been a good guy. Um, so it, you know, and he, if you listen to the interviews after the game, I mean, of course he he doesn't think you know he did anything dirty because he didn't go out there with intent to do something dirty. Right. It just happened to be that you know how Adams was falling, or you know, Devonte Adams can or not Adams Trevathan can aim at his waist, but then if Adams is falling, right? Maybe he's falling fat. I mean, these guys aren't rocket scientists. Adams is falling faster than Trevathan thought, and boom, hits him in the head. It is what it is. Nothing super malicious, so I was glad to see it go down to a game. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see anything that would make me think, oh, he's a terrible person or anything like that. Right, right, We've right. seen dirty players in the NFL. Oh, yes. I don't think he's one of them. So. Yeah. All right, guys. That brings us to midfield. It's that time. Touchdown. Start the decisions you make today will have lasting effects. Yes. Oh. Or start or sit, one way or the other. Oh. You guys heard him say touchdown. You thought the cast was over. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Might as well. Starters. Dude. My starts Stop. were shit last week. Yeah, yeah. It uh, hasn't been super great. But uh, each week's a new week. We're going at it. I'll start this week. QBs. I'm starting Jameis Winston against the terrible Patriots defense. Uh, they are giving up. Pretty ge- decent numbers to quarterbacks. Um, and, you know, Tampa got a big win last week. Um, they're riding high, prime time in Tampa. I look for this to be a uh, – really, it should be a shootout. Um, so, you know, I don't put much on Doug Martin returning or anything like that. They really haven't been able to run the ball extremely effectively. So, I look for Jameis Winston to have good numbers this week. Yeah, um, I was going to – put him as my stardom 
because you know the Patriots defense they uh they made Alex Smith look like an actual pro quarterback. Right. And <laughs> Jameis Winston I like. So Yeah, I like it and I do think Doug Martin will will play and be very very good. I also think Jaquiz Rogers will do very well against this defense. Who and he showed up last week. He got 16 carries for 83 yards. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think they I think pretty much if you have Buccaneers play them. It's, it's probably going to end up well for you. So, yeah, I like that. That's a good, good stardom. My stardom uh, is a guy who's going up against the Carolina Panthers, who their D does not scare me either, uh, is Matthew Stafford. He's in, uh, hmm. He's been doing all right, you know? Right? He's not bad. Yeah, no, yeah he's I mean, Stafford. quarterback. Yeah, he, he, he this is true. <laughs> I know I know he didn't do so hot against Minnesota. Okay. He didn't get any touchdowns for you. So you're poo pooing on him. Carolina he's gonna get a touchdown. Galladay right. will be back in the lineup from what I'm reading. Gives him another big man in the red zone. Yeah, you know, I mean Golden Tate's been doing good. Uh, Amir Abdullah had a hell of a game. So that could take some pressure off the passing. Yeah, I like I like I like Stafford to get you at least two touchdowns, which that alone is worth starting, especially with bye weeks. Right. So, I guess I'll give you my sit em. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Who you got? Um, Cameron Newton. Everyone's all like, "Oh my God, he's so amazing." That's that's what they're saying. He's back and all that. Calm down. Let's let <laughs> let's see if he can do it again before we start saying he's back. Uh, I do think he's getting healthier as the season goes on, and uh, that's gonna help him. Uh, Lions defense is kind of kind of scary though, and there's like two people to throw to in that entire offense. <laughs> McCaffrey is not what we. Wanted him to be so far. You know, he has, what, 83 rushing yards on the season? Something like that? Right. So, I don't know. He, I mean, as an offense, that offense does not scare me. And that defense is kind of like, well, I don't really want to play someone against them. I will, but I don't want to. Right. Yeah, McCaffrey's uh, rushing yards from season – or sorry – Week one was 47, and then it went 10, 16 to 16. So he's getting <laughs> all of his stuff in the passing game. They have no run game. It's all it's all about passing right now. And I don't know yeah. if Cam Newton's all about the passing. He might need some run game help. Oh, yeah. that I mean, that always helps. <laughs> I mean, we've seen him be more productive when they've shown they can run the ball. Um, you know, I think last week was kind of an anomaly. Um, he was going up against the Patriots defense. They were in a position where they kind of had to shoot out a little bit. Again, um, they made Alex but, Smith look good. Right. Um, but, yes, taper expectations. That Don't make this your start of the week off of what he did last week. Guys, it's a new week. Carolina's on the road. No run game at Detroit. Detroit's been playing very solid football um, on both sides of the ball. So I, you know, wait and see if Cam can do it consistently. Don't make him your guy week in and week out right now. Let him let him prove it to you. So yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I'm sitting Ben Roethlisberger. That's your dude, hey, though. I hey, I'm cutting him too. Whoa, I'm, do I'm done with him. Oh man, that offense just isn't clicking, people. And it's the time, you know, hopefully if, you know, in your draft, if you had to take two quarterbacks, you got somebody else reasonable. But chances are you're not in some 32-team fantasy league. There's somebody out there to pick up. Start streaming. Because if you sit there and continue to rely on Roethlisberger, you're going to lose at least as much as you win. <laughs> Yeah, listen. He, he's, he's not putting it together to drive a fantasy team. 
That's it has nothing to do with if Pittsburgh's going to win this game this week. That's it's it. They're not clicking. The Martavis Bryant thing's not working out. Antonio Brown's not really getting his, and they're going up against the number one pass defense in the league. They are. He, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who are they playing? Oh, they playing them Jags, bro. Yeah, that, that defense looked awesome last week. Yeah, and Roethlisberger is not going to throw for three hundred yards with just passing to Le'Veon Bell. Well, no, you don't need to because Le'Veon Bell is just going to run exactly all over and like get get tackled, but not be called down, so they can't reverse it. And yeah, so there are many other streaming options for you than Ben Roethlisberger this week. Look Screw elsewhere. Screw you, Bilal Powell. <laughs> Speaking of running backs, who you starting this week? My starts of this week for running backs are Jordan Howard and Todd Gurley. I know you're looking at you like Todd. Why would you put Todd Gurley on a stardom list? Are you stupid? No, I'm not stupid. You people are stupid because you're looking at the matchup of Seattle and saying, "Well, let's temper expectations." You know, this is, he's probably not going to do all that good. Listen. That gauntlet we thought we had we had coming up for Ty Gurley doesn't look like so much of a gauntlet. Seattle's not doing so hot against running backs this year. In fact, they're almost 20th against the run. Uh, so that's not scary. Then he has Jacksonville, who we just saw Bilal Powell and some guy that you have no idea who his name is blow up on. They mm-hmm. had two running backs in the top like five of rushing this week. Dumb. That Jaguars defense did not eat like they were supposed to. Ty Gurley's way more talented than those two running backs. I have, I mean, I see him doing what he does. And if they do hunker down on the run, guess what? He's evolved in the pass game. Do yep. not let the schedule scare you from someone who gets the opportunities that Ty Gurley is getting and that we see him can probably continue to get. I have no fears with Ty Gurley. Right, and honestly, this season, there's no defense where you should really be afraid to start a running back against. Um, nobody's really coming out and clamping down, and that could very well be you know, attributed. We're not seeing supremely dominant running back performances, um, but Gurley is, like Dunk said, he's doing it uh, you know, in the pass game as well. That's opening up more options, which is creating these lanes for him. It's taking pressure off of Jared Goff. It's taking pressure off of these other receivers they have. Jared Goff is making great decisions in the pass game and not turning the ball over. That also helps. Exactly. So, yeah, what you said as far as not letting the schedule dictate it, that is so true for this season with running backs. Right. There's no scary run defense. The only only game that he has coming up that I'm like, oh, geez would be the Minnesota Vikings in Week 11. But even and, then, yeah. I'm probably still going to start him. Saying that, that's the thing. If, yeah, if there's any defense, okay, maybe Minnesota. But at the end of the day, guys, you start your studs. And oh, yeah. Gurley has given you that this season. Um, he has rewarded people that take that took a chance on him. You know, so you, know, you, you just said that statement of start your studs, and I'm looking at the start of sit for wide receivers. Uh, that that dude's done though. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I'll I'll defend that. And then you said you're starting Howard. I'm starting Howard. You know, I, I <laughs> talking about Minnesota though. <laughs> I understand. I'm starting Howard. And um, I mean, it's just because they they have to get the ball to someone, and they're gonna want to try to get the <laughs> the ball uh, out of Trubisky's hands and try to take some pressure off him in the pass game. So they're going to try – this is a purely opportunity play because he's going to get so much opportunity to try to take the pressure off a rookie quarterback. Maybe he breaks a long one. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm like overall, yes, the Vikings defense scares the crap out of me. But if a, if a running back's going to see 26 carries, you kind of got to play that, right? I, I could see that. Um, I mean, you don't think it could benefit Cohen more with him no. starting? No. As far as doing like Cohen, check down passes, Cohen was a flash in the pan. I I I don't think he was worth what everyone was paying up for him. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I agree with you. Howard there. is the guy, and I think they've come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. We've seen him get the opportunities, and Cohen kind of take the back burner. That's not like they're blowing people out of out of the water here, you know. They're right. losing games, and they're not happy. But Howard's still in. Okay. I don't. I, I don't. I don't buy into the Cohen deal. At least okay. right now. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I wasn't all about the the hype that um, he garnered in free agency. Um, it's just, yeah, it's. I agree with you that they're gonna they're gonna try to get the ball out of Trubisky's hands as fast as possible. Um, so the amount of touches could be there for Howard. the The thing that makes me a little nervous about it is if is whether or not if Chicago's defense can keep Minnesota's offense in check. Because if Minnesota real quickly gets up by two or three scores, is Chicago going to kind of sit on their loins and stick to their script? Or are they going to try to come back in the game? Listen, with Trubisky coming in, they're not going out there and thinking they're going to blow up the world with okay. everything. They they don't want to put too much on a rookie. You don't want to just throw him into the fire. You're going to limit the playbook a little bit. You're going to give the ball to the running back, and you're going to do some shorter passes, maybe some passes to the running back, so Cohen could see some value there, but Howard's going to be in the game more. Oh, He's going to see more snaps, so I want that over Cohen. Okay. Howard, he's not great at catching the ball, but he does catch the ball, so Mm -hmm. you kind of got to look at that. I I like, if I, especially with bye weeks, you know, this guy can see the opportunity that he's starting running back needs to see. He's going to get about 20, 20 carries a game right now, and that's what you want. You want the opportunity because opportunity leads to touchdowns and yards. Okay. That's, yeah, like I said, it's an opportunity play. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, great. Um, this week I am starting DeMarco Murray against Miami. Miami is a terrible football team right now um so i like everything tennessee this week so yeah that's even that's, with uh their quarterback being done right now marcus Mariota being hurt you don't think uh the emphasis is going to be on that running back keyed in i don't think miami can stop it anyway <laughs> even if they know it's coming yep oh that's not good and that's you know when Miami's been uh, kind of down and not doing well in the past, especially last season, uh, going up against teams they knew were going to run the ball and they still couldn't stop it. Um, it took something big happening to turn Miami's season around. I don't think this is the game to do it. I'm probably going to be trading in my fan card. Um, which, uh, yeah, that's that's the conversation I need to have with the guys after this. Um so I'm just I'm anti Miami. I'm rolling with the Mar- until Miami shows you something. That's so all of it. Their defense, their receivers, their running backs. They're not doing it for you. So until they show it, I'm against them. And Demarco Murray, I think, will eat this week. Um, as I think Leonard Fournette will eat this week against the Steelers. Even being down by 30 points, you think he's they're just gonna give him the ball? Yeah. Yep. They're just gonna they're they're just gonna let him go, and I don't think they're gonna be down by thirty. Now they what, might be. Okay, you saying start him? Mm-hmm. What about this cute little thing that Jacksonville likes to do with this stupid rotation and put an ivory in? We saw um, a whole series without Fournette at one point last week, which yeah. was so frustrating because the offense dies when you take Fournette out. Ivory had like two good runs, whatever. Every run that Fournette does is a good run. Even if it's negative, you see him. The only reason it's negative is because blocking, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not because of his impatience or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas with Ivory, that's what you see. You see him dance or something, and all, oh, there's three yards lost. Fournette here, he tries to hit a hole, and the blocking didn't hold up, so it's over. And And here's... Here's what I'm hoping for with Jacksonville. So their loss last week, um, an o- overtime loss to the Jets, I really am hoping that they view that as a game they should not have fucking lost. 
that's it was I mean, that, that way. there there was an opportunity to elevate themselves into that next tier because i mean that would have put them at what three and one yeah it would have been nice so i'm 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 just <laughs> i'm going through all the channels here i'm hoping that okay they take that loss they took it on the chin and as they're going through and evaluating they really see the difference in the offense between when ivory's in there and when fournette's in there and that it's not working it didn't work against what's really not that great of a Jets run defense. And it's not going to work against a Pittsburgh defense. So I'm I'm going all in on change. I'm hoping for change in the fundamental way that Jacksonville approaches their running back rotation. Screw rotation. So... Yeah, I say give Fournette the ball forty-five times a game, man. He, I mean, he's 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 solid. He's a man. This week, I am sitting the Vikings running backs. Um, they're all still hurt. I mean, we have Dalvin Cook out for the year, um, which we probably should have talked about earlier. But Cook oh, is yeah, out. That could have been in the news. Yeah, Cook is done for the year, guys. Sucks, you know. <laughs> He was, he was looking solid, you know, hope for a good recovery for him, come back next year, light up the league. Um, it AP comes at a really it. bad time. Go ahead. AP did it. Uh, this is true. Yep. So now this comes at a really bad time because Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon are both still not 100%. Um, and they're both assu- trash. Yes, but it's assumed that Latavius Murray is going to – take the lion's share of carries um we've seen Jarek mckinnon in the past as the number one and he has failed hence why he's still not a number one anywhere else so i'm sitting them um it's a little bit of an appetizing matchup but they're not great so i look at a heavy pass load for the vikings offense um which is why mckinnon might be better in this, this game yeah yes if you're in a ppr league um, McKinnon might carry some low end flex value, um, you know. And I mean, you know, it's always true. It all all it takes is one. But um, the Vikings really don't stretch the field with big plays from their running backs like that. Um, and McKinnon's had enough opportunity to do that, and he hasn't quite delivered. Plus, again, he's not one hundred percent healthy. So I'm sitting them, and I'm holding off on Doug Martin. You're ridiculous. So, I don't, I don't like it. I scoff at you right now. Well, we're going to find like, out. While you were talking about the Vikings running backs and I looked at your other running backs at him, my face was all kinds of twisted. Bro, he ain't going to do anything. Are week. you kidding me? You want to bet? I'll bet. Well, you still got to pay your water bet. I know I do. Double or nothing on the water bet. Nah, I'm, I'm down for it. What are we saying here? Oh, I set the terms last time. What do you think? Uh, so okay, well you're saying sit him, so mm-hmm. you're saying don't even play him as your number two running back, right? So we'll do top twenty. Okay, I'm fine. That, with that, that's that's a little bit further into what would be a twelve team league. I'm going ten team league for us. So ten, ten teams a happy average. I'll yeah. give you top twenty. I'll give top you top 20. twenty on that. Okay. Yep. Nope. I'm out on Doug Martin. Screw him. Who are you sitting this week though? I'm sitting Palau Wow or whatever his name is. Palau Wow. Palau Wow. Palau Pow. That's his name. I'm over him. Stupid idiot. You don't, you don't like him going over against the Browns, Running though. all over my guys. You can't do it again. Yeah, Bet you anything. That was a favorable matchup, though. Be humble. Sit down, Palau Pow. No, wow. It ain't no favorable okay. matchup. Browns going to eat him up. Oh, okay. That's all they got. One lucky run, you think you're good? Sit down. One lucky run. One. Uh, 250 yards giving up. That might be a salty <laughs> sit But I don't even care. <laughs> and then Salty sit from dunk, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting Ty Montgomery because even if he's playing, I just don't see him doing much, guys. I'm, I'm telling you, don't worry about Montgomery this week. Move on. 
pick someone up or just play something else in your flex, start your third running back, go for it. Okay, okay. So I'll kick it off with receivers here this week. I am starting Will Fuller for Houston going up against KC. I just your took son- him off my, my, my start, man. Oh, man. That's that's a home game for Houston on Sunday night. Uh, KC's been, you know, susceptible. Um, and Houston's looked good. Jump on it while they're hot. Um, you know, we saw Fuller get a whole lot of action last week. And um, there's no targets? reason. Do we know? I do not know. I do not see targets. But, I mean, he had four receptions, 35 yards, and two touchdowns. Yes. I would love to see those yards go up. Oh, yes. Um, for sure. But... No matter what league you're in, you're always happy with two touchdowns, period. So, uh, you know, yeah, and I look for him to get more involved. Did he throw um, the ball? I or think run the so. Ball? I, he it threw it. It doesn't tell once. me. It just says receiving. But when I click on more stats, it says attempts one for four yards. Yeah, they did a little gadget play. Okay. So, which, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, we know... Fuller's capable of things like that, um, and, and the rounds and such. So he he's quite a utility player, um, you know. And if under Watson, he can prove as a very solid number two to Hopkins, um, and the guy that's going to go across the middle. All about Fuller. It looks like he's healed well from his collarbone. Um, so uh, I look for good things. The Chiefs have allowed the second most yards to receivers in the conference this this season. Yep. So bang bang time, guys. He's going to eat. And I like Stephon Diggs on Monday night against the Bears. Again, the Bears have not looked very great defensively. Sam Bradford's back? Um, it don't even matter, bro. Oh. Stephon Diggs, Get ready out. to go to town. Listen, I ain't risking, been doing okay. I'm not risking it. <laughs> Get out of here with Keenum. He ain't been okay, man. I mean, he knows how to throw the ball. No, he don't. He does. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> he said stardom. So Diggs what, is, do you like Thielen? Yeah. I like Diggs a little more. So Diggs I mean, is a little bit bigger deep threat. Diggs has, has, I guess, I was just looking at his stats, has put together some good games mm-hmm. with Keenum. I just, he has, surprisingly. You know, in that, that first game with Keenum, nah, you nailed it. That's you straight up called it that it was not going to be great. Um, both of them suffered, and then they played Tampa Bay, and it, it it exploded from there. Last week against the Lions, Diggs went five for ninety-eight. Um, you know, went five for fifty-nine. Yeah, so I like I, I like them both this week. If you have to pick between one, <laughs> it's Diggs. So I, I like Diggs this week. I just don't like putting my fantasy team on Case Keenum's shoulders. That doesn't sound like fun. I'm glad I don't have to. Putting it like that, no, yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to. Uh, Who are you going with this one? Am I doing starters? Yes. Starting the other guy in Houston, DeAndre Hopkins. I told you to sit him last week, and I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Why Sean would I Watson do that? proved you wrong. Deshaun Watson <laughs> knows how to get the ball to wide receivers. Okay, Deshaun Watson, who I am starting this week in our Dynasty League because Breeze is on by, he's got me really excited, man. The the games are fun to watch with mm-hmm. with Watson in. I mean, it's re-energized Hopkins and there's wide receivers there. It even got Lamar Miller into the talk. I did. He scored. Um, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is back. Which so sucks because really, I was hoping he was going to have a couple terrible games so I could get him cheap. But uh doesn't look like <laughs> that's happening. And it sounds like then we both like Watson this week. So Yeah, uh, with you, buys. Yeah, keep that in mind with your buys, guys. Don't start you know, him it, over your normal starters. But Right. Um, if he's out there... Snag him up. Because a fail game so. is due. Of course. All right? And he's a rookie, so he's going to have bad games. It's due. But I don't know. I like him this week. So ride the flames. 
And then, Who uh, else are you going with? Uh, Keenan Allen. I know. I said it last week. But guess what? Keep doing it because it worked out well for you last week, right? I didn't lie to you. Five receptions, 138 yards. That's really good. He didn't score for you, though, so that's sad. I'm sorry <laughs> they didn't score for you. But they're going up against the Giants. It's, they could be a shootout. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, Keenan. Show them you're a man. Oh, yeah. And things things just aren't good for the Chargers right now. I mean, their fans are unhappy. They're not even, like, fans anymore. Just general people are unhappy. Um, yeah, they don't have anybody showing up to games. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're yeah. not putting it together, so they're not going to really be favored in the majority of their games remaining. Right. So I'm, I mean, unless it's a super cake matchup, I don't have their whole schedule in front of me. I'm going to be out on Gordon for the majority Gordon's of the year. Fake. Right. And I'm going to be super high on Keenan Allen, especially when, you know, Mike Williams fully gets it together, gets into the rotation. They're going to want to see what he has. And, you know, if he can produce a little bit, that's going to draw some of that coverage. And, yeah, Keenan Allen, big time. Listen, I've so. loved Keenan Allen since he was a rookie. You've been all about him, man. And I've, I've tried, I've, I think I've owned him each year. Except for I think last year I was unable to get him because yeah. I think Derek had him. Landon had Landon him. Landon had him. Yeah, Landon and drafted then, him from me. Yeah. But uh, I picked him up in the waiver or the our, our rookie draft this year. So, mm-hmm. yes, I know that sounds weird, but we did a thing. Don't worry about it. It was a rookie <laughs> free agent draft is what we did. Well, that's um, the, And if you do a dynasty league, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Because so. you, you have a way to implement these new rookies in a fair order. Right. We do it as a rookie draft based on, you know, whatever, the past season standings and all that good stuff. So We should do a Debbie um, draft. What the hell is a Debbie draft? Oh, I'll go into that. <laughs> oh, man. So cool. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Alan, uh, again, ride the flames, guys. All, all about the flames, this guy, we guys. Feel the burn. Who you sitting? Uh, Benjamin, because, you know, we talked about earlier with Newton. I don't need to go further into that. And we talked about how the, the Dolphins are trash, you know. Uh, right. Devontae Parker. Just don't this week. That's I yeah. mean I don't need to go into those guys. We we know enough about them. Parker low end flex I guess if you have to with Baez, but yeah, I like Landry better right now with what's going on. Okay, okay. Um, I am sitting Amari Cooper. Well, because Oakland. he sucks. Yeah, he's bad, and you got EJ Manuel coming in. Um wait and see but i mean Derek carr has given cooper these opportunities and he drops them so i he don't has, see he it has being the most drops in the league right now that's so bad seeing that so i don't see i mean ej e. manuel could come out and want to favor cooper but it, it's a matter of cooper catching the ball and doing something with it which he didn't do with Carr. there's no reason to expect he's going to do it with manual so sit him wait and see yeah so speaking of catching the ball, just a little side note. Um, there's a running back who has more catches than the likes of uh, like Odo Beckham and Julio Jones. Do you know who that is? Todd Gurley. No. Duke Johnson of the Duke Cleveland Johnson. Browns. Interesting. So, um, in a PPR league, think about him. He said catches and stuff and made me think of it. So mm-hmm. uh, Someone to watch in PPR. Yeah, you'll be you'll be going against him this week. So well, I, I did, think Ian is starting him. Really? Oh no! Yeah, he, he was when I looked at Ian's team yesterday. Oh no! So Duke Johnson, go eat! Oh, ride no. the flame! Don't ride the flame, Ian! <laughs> Get off and the flame! My sit of the week. I know I said start your studs, but guys, this one you got to find a better option. Sit Antonio Brown this week. As Dunk has explained to you, week in and week out, when we have done this stardom set him, uh, he is all about sitting. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't do it. He's all about sitting the receiver going up against this Jags defense. And, guys, they have proven Dunk yeah, it's been right. right. So, and, and it, 
it hasn't been all these bum receivers. It's been good receivers. Antonio Brown is a great receiver, and yet I st- and we haven't seen Pittsburgh be dominant. I see no reason why their pass game is going to start it now. As you heard earlier when I said I was sitting Roethlisberger, I'm also sitting Antonio Brown. Um, whether he's covered by Boye or Ramsey, it's just not good. Even last week with the Jags getting shelled by the run game. Guys, it was only by the run game. <laughs> yeah, so Le'Veon so, Bell going to eat. Yeah, so yeah, Le- Le- Le'Veon Bell's fine. That's why he's not on this list. Look for me to sit Le'Veon Bell next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, very anti-Pittsburgh receiving Listen, area this week. Steelers and uh, Brown showed like last week, you don't even need to cover him. He could be wide open, Big Ben not going to throw it to him and he's going to be a big baby on the sidelines so he is so Steelers should have sat him after that like sit down go to the yeah. locker room no room for that type of acting i hate it no so sit him dunk who are you starting at tight end this week tight end we have to start tight ends yeah yeah we do um i'm taking another ride the flame Oh my God! So much fun. <laughs> Tyler Croft in Cincinnati. Dude came out, man. They they looked to him and and the place of uh, Tyler Eifert, who I don't actually think ever actually plays in the NFL anymore. Right? Does he? Is he still there? <laughs> he's always gone. So who knows what he's doing? I don't know. But I mean, he got six receptions last week. For 68 yards and two touchdowns. The week before, he had three receptions, uh, five targets with 28 yards. They're starting to look his way. He's starting to make a name for himself. He's going against Buffalo. And if Dalton wants to stay upright and get the ball out quickly, he's going to be looking more to Croft. Mm-hmm. I just see it happening. And sorry for the dings you're hearing. People are messaging me. <laughs> over it you shouldn't have caught iron out on riding the flame <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so who uh i'll go i'm starting the timeless wonder jason witten this week he was a disappointment for you last week but uh you got a match up here with green bay uh they don't need to score they're gonna need to do things uh, I like Jason Witten against the Packers defense, and I am sitting your backup because yet again, guys, tight ends. You're sitting yeah. my backup. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know sit. that I have a backup. Sit, sit your backups, guys. Just go with the tight end that you like the most. Go with the guy that you drafted the highest. Go with the bigger name. Go with whoever you got. It's it's a crapshoot on tight ends right now. Um. So hopefully, you know, the rest of your team doesn't make it to where your tight end is a make-or-break situation for you. Um, If it is, then okay, maybe start Jason Witten or Tyler Croft. If it's not, whatever, go with who you got. So who are you sitting this week at tight end, though? Jimmy Graham. Well, he's bad, so yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, people might get a wild hair up their ass. And I don't want you to. Alright? Right. I want you to calm down. I know he had seven receptions in Tennessee for seventy two yards and last week he had four for sixty one. Yep de doo, Basil, I don't care. He's trash. Alright. He is. And th- this is a tough matchup on the road at the Rams. Yeah. Um Rams are solid defense, so yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Defense is here, guys. My start of the week. It's rare that it falls onto a defense. Is the Boo. Tennessee Titans? I'm, I'm starting them Get against the Miami. Get the Titans out of here! I don't care that it's Miami's home opener. I don't care. Miami's bad guys. They they've put up six points in the past two weeks, and those six points came at the end of the game with the Jets when it didn't even matter. They're garbage. Yeah, they got Boot, shut out by booty the garbage by the New Orleans Saints. Exactly. Because and here's the thing. Here's what you need to look at. It's not even so much the score. So last week, Cutler was like 20 of 28. I don't even remember how many yards. He was efficient. But they're not doing anything with that efficiency. 
So until they start opening up the playbook, or until they figure out how the hell to run the ball. He had 164 yards. Garbage. I knew it was garbage. And I one interception. I said it when we were at Frickers. I was like, oh, 20-28, okay, that's cool. But for 100-some yards, get the hell out of here. So Tennessee's defense, I'm all about them. Who are you starting? My stardom at yeah. defense. Defense. Is the Baltimore Ravens. They're playing EJ Manuel. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen much out of Marshawn Lynch in that run game. Crabtree yeah. might be out again. I, oh. The only thing I look for to have a good game is Cook. Mm-hmm. They're tied in in uh, Oakland. So. Oh, yeah. Cook knows how to use a tight end, see, because his last bit of success when he was in Buffalo yeah, was when well, we kind of saw that emergence of Charles Clay. Well, maybe so, yeah. you sh- maybe you should have said uh, Manuel knows how to use the tight end instead of Cook. Cook May- knows, it. Well, yeah, Cook. I mean, he, whatever. <laughs> maybe use y'all the right know what I meant. <laughs> maybe use the right names. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. I've I was mixed up last week. I've tried to just be better were, this week. It's you not were be pretty bad last week. I tell you that last week was so bad. Um, yeah, so Ravens defense, they're pretty solid anyways. They get to go up against E.J. Manuel with lackluster right now. I mean, there's no Crabtree, so right now, if there's no Crabtree, there's no there's no Oakland Raiders. Get out of here. Fair enough. Uh, I'm yeah. sitting the Pats defense because they're oh, yeah. trash booty. Obvious. Um, very little. From, we've talked about it already. I say start all your Buccaneers. Dinky here says don't start Doug Martin, but he's on crack cocaine, so you shouldn't take his advice on that part. Oh, we're going to find out. (laughs) Who are you sitting? I'm sitting Arizona's defense. Uh, It's a defense really hasn't been playing that well. Um, You know, you you get all these names with Seattle's defense and Arizona's defense, and you expect great things, uh, and they're really not putting it together. They're on the road this week at Philly. Um, who's been moving the ball pretty well. Uh, they've been really effective offensively, actually. So, um, And Arizona's been pretty susceptible to the pass. So kind of out on, on them this week. I look for them to give up some points and some yards, and uh, it's not going to be great. So I'm out on Arizona. And, and, and that does it. That, that's that starter sit this week. That's pretty good. Oh, I was here. I was reading something. Uh, uh, the top three wide receivers and receiving yards right now. Uh huh. Diggs, Brown, Thielen. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. I do. Yeah, like before last week, it was like Brown, Diggs, Thielen. I figured somebody leapfrogged him. So good deal. So guys, we're in the red zone, and we got a little something for you this week. We're going to talk about contenders or pretenders. We got a few names to throw out. We took this question. Um, somebody looking for some assistance, so we're going to address a couple people here. Um, Dunk, contender or pretender, Doug Martin. Contender. And we saw last time when he was out and came back, they said, goodbye, other running backs. Martin's our guy. Gave him all the opportunity in the world. They want Martin to do well. They're going to try to get him the ball, which means opportunity after opportunity. And what do I preach time in and time out? Opportunity is king when it comes to fantasy. You want the guy who's going to get the opportunity. That's Doug Martin. Plus, we know he has the talent. He's done it before, mm. especially this week. I, I love him this week against, uh, as as I did the water bet with you, against mm. New England because they make everybody look good. Right. Regardless of what I think of Doug Martin this week, um, I agree with you on a long-term scale. Um, I, I think I mean, pocket, he'll get back into muscle it. Hamster. And- Man. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, he's going to get all the opportunity. Um, that offense is talented. They need to be able to run the ball. Um, so, yeah, so over time, Doug Martin will definitely get it. Where'd he go to college? Uh, Boise? Yeah. I'm wanting to say. I think so, yeah. Um, oh, nope. Alexa's about to talk. Shut up. Okay. Uh, Lamar Miller. Contender or pretender? Well, that's on you, man. I answered the first one. He's a pretender. Well, I don't like him. That's rude. I'm I'm anti Lamar Miller. We've talked about it off and on so far this season. Um, I don't. I even with the 
emergence of Watson's talent and Hopkins and all that. I think you're only going to really see maybe some production from him like late in the game, but I still think his carries are going to get cut into too much. And it, it goes, it, it's been the theme of this episode, guys. Uh, Dunk talked about opportunity. It's, I think Lamar Miller's ceiling for opportunity is lowering. Um, so I, I don't like it long term. I'm anti him. I think Lamar Miller is only a contender if the passing game continues how it is. Um, so overall, yeah, he's pretending. Because he has to have that passing game to do anything. If the passing game is not there, he's getting ate up. Right. Uh, with, with less in the box and them not looking for Miller... I do think that he'll have good games, and it just depends on if Watson's going to be for real or not. If he's going to turn the ball over and stuff, and they're not going to be as worried, as soon as they start using Miller, they're going to eat on him. You know, They're going to mm-hmm. put some some in the box. Because Miller does have the skill set. He has the talent to be a good running back. It's not like a Leonard Fournette skill set or a uh, Cook or a Hunt. Those, get, those new guys we have... They can do it even on bad teams. Right. I, I could see them doing it no matter what their teams. Miller needs help with the pass game. So I don't. I mean, I don't hate him. I think he's a buy low candidate right now. Like if you get, if you know the Lamar owner, go out there and talk to him. See what you can get for real cheap, because he's gonna have those games, and you can you're gonna benefit. With this offense doing what it's doing, uh, they're going to be up in games at points. Miller's going to get the ball that way, so I, I mean I like the offense as a whole. So you got to like the running back because they're going to be up in some games trying to eat clock. See, and and that's just where I mean, do you see it being more of an opportunity for Foreman then? Um, Especially because no, they, they paid a lot of money for Miller. And they're still paying for Miller. They're not paying a right. lot of money for Foreman. Right. So they're going to get what they can out of Miller until he shows that he can't even do it at, at that point. Okay. You know, once once he shows that even though the they're not stacking the box against him and all that stuff, that's going to be the problem. They're going to be like, okay. oh, well, you know what, let's try our young guy out see what he's actually got. Because I know right. the hype on Foreman's high right now, but they're still using Miller more in snap counts and all that. And he's still seeing goal line work. So he's going to get you close touchdowns and stuff. I'm not ready to, like, if it's me, I'm not ready to sell on him because the price mm-hmm. is so cheap right now. But if right. I'm looking to buy, I'll buy Miller. Especially if I'm running back needy. Okay. So. Uh, Mr. Cam Newton, this is to you, contender or pretender? Um, overall, he's a contender. He, uh, I mean, this week... I don't think he has a chance in heck. He's he's too emotional for things to, to keep going up. Things Something bad is going to happen. It's just going to go straight down. It's going to be bad. Right. Um, once he matures a little bit more and can understand things, then okay, let's go. He has, again, the skill set and opportunity is there. He just has to put it together. So these first these three people we're talking about, I like them. I would like to have them on my teams. Redraft wise, I'm probably looking elsewhere for Cam Newton. Right. Dynasty, I would like to have him as my second quarterback. Okay. He's young yeah. and he's talented. Yeah, very much. I so. mean, he so just yeah, scored yeah. his fiftieth rushing touchdown. <laughs> See, and that's something that's so undervalued. Um, in a lot of fantasy circles is Cam's rushing touchdowns because in a lot of scoring formats, that's an extra point than a passing touchdown. Right. Um, and that that, that adds up. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he's, you know, he might not come out and get you the 100 yards rushing that you would hope for, but you're not taking him for that. You want to see him evolve into a better passer, and he still has that little bit of a running edge. He's still going to be their first look on goal line because that, I mean, that's just boosts his value, but I'm with you. I think long-term he's definitely a contender. 
um, especially like you said, Dynasty League. Um, redraft, no, yeah, not taking him super high. If he falls far enough, he's a great second pick. Oh yeah, if, um, he, if he's out there in waivers, your second quarterback on your team right now probably isn't as good as Cam Newton. Exactly. Go ahead and get, grab him. Okay. All right, so that's Cam. So then we have the Colts. Uh, and I'm out on the Colts. I think the entire team, pretender, I don't like anything. Um, the closest thing to it is T.Y. Hilton. Uh, and and that's just – and we don't have solid information on what's going on with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's practicing this week. Yeah, but is he playing? I don't know, but even so, okay, the playing San Fran. Start T.Y. Hilton. S- solid information. Okay, no, I, and that's – Fine, yes. Start T.Y. Hilton, but let's see, who else are you starting on that team besides T.Y. Hilton? Even if Andrew Luck's in there, there's people that would lean towards Gore, and there's people that would lean towards Luck later in the year. And I still don't like Luck later in the year. I mean, I, I agree with maybe starting Luck in a spot start, but you're not really thinking about playing Gore unless you have to. What we're really talking about here is, is T.Y. Hilton for real or not? And I think T.Y. Hilton is great. He's definitely a guy I would like to have. We've seen it plenty of times. Andrew Luck's there. He's good. He's even went off with uh, Brissett. You know, he had 153 yards on seven targets and a touchdown against Cleveland. He's going against San Fran, who's just as bad. I think he's got Tennessee, Jacksonville. That's going to be rough. Cincinnati's, I mean, their past defense has shown up recently. So he's got three tough games there. Then he goes to Houston. So he's got some harder games coming up. But he, they have no one else to throw to. Say They've had nobody else to throw to, and he wasn't able to produce against teams that aren't named Cleveland. And, yes, with like the schedule you said coming up, I'm just not all about it. That's I don't like the outlook for the Colts this season. Long term, I mean, yeah. Like another t- touchdown against if he had a touchdown against the Rams or Arizona, you'd, you'd be happy with his production there without Andrew Luck. What were his yards against the Rams? Uh, fifty-seven. Okay. Fifty-seven and a touchdown isn't bad without Andrew Luck. No, that, yeah, that that's... was that wasn't even with Brissett. So yeah, if he can score there, great. Yeah, but he didn't. Um, he's only got the one touchdown on the season, and that came against Cleveland. So it's just hard to buy into. Long term, yeah, I love T.Y. Hilton. I've had T.Y. Hilton. I was, I, I tried to get him. I've tried to get him for two years. Um, but just it, it's just everything around it, I, I, it just irks me. Even with, like, Andrew Luck coming back, I just don't see it. And it it's so hard because he's, like, the only guy there. So I just, I don't Andrew know. Luck comes back, that does make Moncrief a low end flex. Alright? Like I don't I don't totally write off him. Like the passing mm-hmm. options I don't mind. Jack Doyle gets better, Moncrief gets better, TY gets better with Andrew Luck there. We just gotta yeah. get him back. We shall see. That's tough. Yeah, that I mean, him practicing is uh, certainly a positive thing for that team. Um, you know, if he can get back in there, that's the guy that you've paid all the money. That's the guy you've built your franchise around. Um, let's see what it can do. Let's see what he can do with uh, having all this time off. How quickly can he shake the rust off with real game action? Um, and then Dunk, I'm going to let you go on your, your spiel here of having three quarterbacks on your roster. TF is wrong with you people. I mean, come on. I don't understand why, unless you're in a super flex league, you would ever have three quarterbacks on your team. There's no point to it. You can't use them. They're taking up a spot that you could use for a flexible player. I don't care how deep your league is. There are better options out there. If you're in a 12-team league, there's better options out there than having that third quarterback that you're never going to be able to play. You're barely going to be playing your second quarterback because your first quarterback is the guy, and he only has a bye one week. Guys, the fuck you doing? Roster management is key to winning championships in fantasy. 
I don't even really. I mean, the only reason I have two quarterbacks on my dynasty team right now is because it's a young quarterback. I don't understand why you even need two. You can stream a guy one week when your top guy's off and be done. Or just keep streaming different quarterbacks. It's not that important in fantasy football to have the the expensive guy or have multiple expensive guys. All it does is take up space. If you have multiple expensive guys, go trade one and get someone you can flex and have options. That's all I'm saying. I I had... um... And I agree with you, but I have one hypothetical for you. Um, and it direct, it goes directly at your team. So your two quarterbacks in our league are Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so this week, Drew Brees is on by. Just say, hypothetically, that Houston played Jacksonville this week. You would still just roll with Watson, or would you look elsewhere? Personally? Mm-hmm. I'd roll with Watson. Okay. I wouldn't hate somebody for going out and grabbing a streamer at that point in time. I See, would okay. not dog on someone for that. But in That's my mind, you are okay. wasting your either your fab or you're you're wasting your load at being number one or two in your waiver priority mm-hmm. on someone you don't need to be wasting it on. Okay. So see that that's just what I wanted to see here. That's you know, because this whole cast, it's been super all about Jags' pass defense. Um, we've yeah. been very anti the offenses playing them. But I know you're super pro Deshaun Watson, and you're not just going to cut Drew Brees. Right. So um, so I was just curious about that. And, and you know, some things you touched on I think are great. Uh, your waiver priority and your fab. Your, it's the free, uh, free agent auction budget. For those of you that don't know, I thought um, it was free agent accusation. <laughs> Accusate whatever it is, auction or whatever. I don't know what it is. It's one acqui- of those acquisition. Acquisition is what I was looking for. Um, that's it's money that you can bid. So like, so say me and Dunk both wanted Deshaun Watson. Um, it doesn't matter so much waiver priority than at that point. If he puts ten dollars and I put nine dollars, we don't know what each other put. But all of our free agent pickups process at 11 a.m. each day. Come 11, whoever has the most money on the guy gets the guy. And then if you have the same amount, if we did both have nine, then it becomes waiver priority. Whoever yes. has waiver priority at that point gets him. Uh, but if your league doesn't have fab, try to talk to your commissioner and get fab. Yes. It's fun. It makes it more fair to where, oh, I'm top dog, so I know I'm not getting any of these guys. No, that, now you can. Just spend right. the fab and it's yours. But um, with everything you said, you know, the situation I presented, if you're in that unthinkable QB situation where you have to stream somebody. See, our league's different because it's dynasty, though. Exactly. But you're not going to cut someone like a Drew Brees or a Deshaun Watson. Not in a dynasty. Don't, don't waste your fab or your waiver priority on a streamed quarterback. Right. Get get better players with your waiver priority, and then the next day, pick up your streaming guy. So you, if you have to do it, utilize your things better before you have to do it. Um, and because we've seen people spend money on a third quarterback, and it, that's crazy. It it triggers so, me. It really it, does. It does, especially redraft. There is no. No reason ever to have three quarterbacks on your roster. I don't care what you're doing with your life. Right. Deshaun Watson, you can drop, you know, in a redraft. Dynasty, I can understand not wanting to drop him. Fine. You don't want to drop a rookie quarterback. I understand that, especially with the what Watson has shown us. Right. But you're not going to cut Drew Brees. So I can understand if it's a matchup thing where you're like, he's going to do awful. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Go out there, grab your streamer, drop him as soon as you can. Right, right, right. Do not hold three quarterbacks on your roster. That's that's recipe for losing. Do don't do don't do that. Don't have more than one kicker on your roster either, guys. You got more than one kicker, you shouldn't be playing fantasy. Kickers shouldn't even be in fantasy anyways. Alright? It's 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 a crime that we have to have one. And, guys, I'm going to stop dunk because we just scored. That's another touchdown. 
That is yet another successful drive by Dink and Dunk. Be sure to check in every week to see how we put points on the board, not only here, but in your league for you as well. Go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at Dink and Dunk FF. That's Dink, the letter N, Dunk FF. We're on Facebook as well. Be sure to check out our webpage at dinkanddunkff.wixsite. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com slash football is life. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to get updates from our Gmail account, which you can also reach us at dinkanddunkff at gmail.com. Guys, music brought to you by www.bensounds.com. Go ahead and enjoy week five. We will catch you guys next week. That's not what it says. I know, but it's wrong. My world is a lie. Ride the flame! Peace.